Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Journey by Joel Jackson. Thank you for joining me. I'm releasing two episodes this week. I know I said I'd only ever do kind of one a page a day per week, but seeing as though we haven't even been going for over a month, we've only been going for about 24 days uh, at the time of this recording, and we've had over a thousand downloads and listens in 50 different countries, and it warms my heart to think that this is going out to people not in need, but in search, in search for inspiration, in search for stories that they can tell themselves and take and put into their own waking life, put to use. So to be of use is something that I really want to be doing and I really want to make that a priority of my time. And so on this, which is free and totally open to all of you, this is how I might be useful. And I hope that some of these messages inside of these podcast episodes might inspire you to do this, to do the same, sorry, in any aspect that you can. And you may have noticed too that sometimes I keep in the imperfections. It's something that I want to do. If not only to remind myself that things aren't always going to be perfect, but to remind you as well that when we make a mistake, it only makes it more colourful. It makes it more real. And also because I'm the only person producing this and I have a full-time job. So it's quite difficult to go back and to piece it all together when I'm trying to create all this content for you all. And so, we get it. This episode was written on Monday 12th, June 2023. It's titled, No, you're kidding. Monday the 12th of June 2022. No way. No way. Okay. I just was able to read. My writing has changed so much in the past two years. This one is called The Inner Garden. I was reflecting a lot back then on discovering the four quadrants that people had always talked about. Spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. And that our lives can be split into these four quadrants. And essentially... If we were to take a step back and every week, every month check in and give them a score and say, you know, this month I think my spiritual was at this level, my mental life was at this, emotional and so on with physical, you'd be able to create this kind of timeline of your own development and also of your own involvement in your life and be able to go, okay, well, how do I develop more of an awareness or more of a respect or love for my spiritual life? Or how do I develop my emotional life? And what do those things mean to me? And so I went and took it to another level. And what I began to do was actually visualize my inner garden. Because I love the idea too that if you take care of your inner garden, right, your mind, your soul, your body, your inner sanctum, as it were, then you don't often go looking for it in other people. You don't often go looking for it in other situations, in stimulants, in booze, in tricky dramatic situations or in thrills. You have this inner garden inside of you that is so beautifully manicured. Maybe it's messy and unruly. Maybe it's a jungle. Whatever it is to you, if you can create and curate that space for yourself, you're solid, rock solid. 
And so I started to picture what that inner garden looked like to me. So that every time I closed my eyes in a moment of stress or in a moment of emotional heightenedness, I could picture my inner garden and I could picture myself in it. I could see the details. I could see the chair, the stool or the fire pit, whatever it was. So this page a day speaks to that. But I want to give you an example too of how I did the same thing for my spiritual, mental, emotional and physical life. Now, I love breathing exercises. It's a big part of what I do as an actor and as a, you know, I love exercising as well. So being connected to my breath allows me to put myself under duress and control my emotions or push myself to the limit and recover quite quickly. It also helps me to tell stories. But during these breathing exercises, whether they be inspired by Wim Hof or the Buddhist Chumo exercises. And I'd really suggest to everybody to read the book Breath by James Nestor. It's an incredibly detailed, well-researched piece of literature about the thing we do unconsciously every single day and how it influences our thoughts and being. And it's great. It's not necessarily all airy-fairy. It's so built in fact. And I think that's why I connected with it and then why I started doing breathing exercises. But what I started doing when I would do these exercises or simply reflect, I put myself in a place and space where I could separate my spiritual, mental, emotional, physical worlds. So Muttonbird Beach is where I grew up. That's the beach I learned to surf and swim at. We used to live just around the corner in a little farm and that place is incredibly important to me. So what I do is I imagine myself at a pitch black night, there's no moon so you can see all of the stars or maybe it's just like a new moon, right? So there's nothing of it, just a slither in the sky. The stars are bright, 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 bright. And I separate the four quadrants into this. The sky, Muttonbird Island, which is just off the coast. And between the beach and the island is this channel that's very deep, mighty, mighty rich currents and really beautiful colors in the daytime. At night, it's just this big black liquid. And then myself standing on the coast, on the cold, soft, squeaky white sand of Muttonbird Beach. And I have my physical life, which is real, tangible, beneath my feet every single day. And that is myself standing on the coast, on the sand of Muttonbird Beach. Then there is the water that's racing between my two worlds, right? The physical world of me on the coast and my mental world, which is the island, almost isolated into itself, kind of like our mind and our head sitting atop our shoulders. It's part of us, but it's also kind of somewhat isolated by the nature and physical construction of our body. And so the island is where I place my mental world, between the physical world and the, and the mental world, sorry, is what? What connects those two things? The emotional world. And so the river, sorry, the uh, channel between the mainland and the island and how that water is, whether it be choppy or still calm or churned up, that's my emotional world. And then, of course, above it all, looking down upon us 
and all of our efforts and all of our wins and failures is the spiritual world, lit up by the stars, the beautiful moon. Sometimes it's cloudy, sometimes it's brilliantly clear. And so depending on how those four worlds are interacting and what's going on on each of those places and each of those worlds, I can connect myself to that inward physical place and I can see it for what it is. And so I'd urge you or encourage you or ask you, if you were keen, to try to picture yourself in somewhere that you know or come up with a physical metaphor where you can place your spiritual, mental, emotional and physical landscapes interconnected somewhere where at a moment's notice you can close your eyes and connect to that world. Check in and see how each of those four quadrants of your life are faring. Compare. Ask yourself how one might improve the other or how might you share more love and energy with that other quadrant to get it on the same par as something else inside of your world that is absolutely flourishing. So that idea and creating those worlds for myself inspired me to then create another space called the inner garden. And that in turn inspired me to write this, the inner garden, Monday 12th of June 2022. Your own sacred space really doesn't need to be the most secretive, illustrious, spiritual or hidden place. In fact, surely, the more present it is in your daily life, in your conscious and waking moments, the stronger your choices must be towards maintaining, growing, actualizing and becoming it. If you restrict it only to be at a time when you are totally alone, secluded and safe, the worlds won't meet. But if you really create a hybrid space through routine, daily faith of repetition and action, of learning and understanding, of theory and practice, the duality of this private and public life, then you will create a holistic human that is the representation of who you are, inside and out. I don't want to lead two lives, an internal and an external world. I want them together, colourful meaty, vulnerable, and messy. Messy in the fumbling effort to have a go, to learn, and to try again. But also trust that I do know what I'm doing, and that I don't need anyone's permission or allowance to create, become, and live the life of the man that I know myself to be. I want to be seated amongst the pillars of my inner forest, beside an open fire, mug in hand with the morning coffee, stubbled but strong, breathing deeply with incredible clarity, a good nature, my mouth and my mind clear, eyes bright and brimming for the day, hands out and ready for what challenges might arise, my clothes worn against the elements but quickly they can meet any challenge, shoes firm in the dirt, light but strong. Everything worn or tested against the elements, my days, and the world. Never cocky, but ready. Not lost, but searching. Not out of my depth, but open to the jump, and so very in love with life on every level. The priority of self-fulfillment, creation of community, 
love for the unknown, family, and who I intend to share my life with. Creating together our own slice of paradise. Thank you for tuning in. Again, it means the world to me to be able to share these excerpts and thoughts and my own inspirations as to how and what I'm trying to do for myself to create a great life, not only for myself, but for my family and those around me, those that I might impact, whether in passing or with the passing of time. I think it's quite interesting too that both of these things, uh, the inner garden and what we were talking about in Let the Light In, another episode just recently released, we were talking about pillars and we were talking about the duality of self, talking about the desired end and a holistic human through understanding. So I hope that these two different perspectives offer you an insight that you might be able to take in your waking life and you might be able to share with others. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a rating, review, a like, a subscribe or follow along on whatever platform you're listening. Head to Joel Jackson Official on Instagram and leave me a comment, send me a DM and let me know what you think. Even better, if you enjoy this and you think somebody else may, send it to them. Leave something behind so that we can all move forward with this community and hopefully others enjoy the messages too. As much as you have and as much as I have in creating them and then sharing it with you. So, have a great week ahead. and Thanks again for joining Journey by Joel Jackson. Until next time, good luck.